Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and joining me as always is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. Miguel, what a stressful night. I'm still a little shook up. How are you doing? Yeah, you know, it was not a fun, you know, eight hours of my life where I just thought that maybe life had no more meaning. And Mm -hmm. obviously what we're talking about is Joel Embiid had a hyper-extended knee situation. And, you know, when it happened, we weren't really sure. It looked very gruesome. looked like his knee just went the wrong way, and I think we'll get Dr. Chris on the line to give us a little bit more info. But obviously, all of Philadelphia was on pins and needles, not sure what to do. But thankfully, we got an update from our man, Adrian Wojnarowski, and apparently it's only a deep bone bruise. So Chris, can you uh, go through maybe some of the anatomy or what you think? Um, You know, you're a guy that's had some knee injuries yourself. Yeah, yeah. I I can come at this as more of a patient than a doctor if you'd like. (laughs) You know, first, I just have to point out that in the 2016-17 season, Mm -hmm. we had a very similar. I know, I know. There was an injury. It was called a bone bruise. It turned out a couple weeks later that it was a meniscus tear. Um, you know, I think that I speak for all doctors when sometimes you look at an MRI and you're just kind of like, I don't know, man, it's all fucked up in there. <laughs> like it's the same left knee that he's got stuff torn in before. I just have a feeling they were like, yeah, bone bruise. Well, yep. the thing about it is that we have a world-class medical staff on the six, you know, <laughs> so I have no, like I have 100% confidence that they made that very well diagnosis. respected. Although wait, seriously, I actually didn't know this. Was it actually initially diagnosed as a bone bruise last time? And then it, there was a meniscus afterwards. Did you just like ruin my day? No, this is very important. Like this is the Sixers, right? And this is why, you know, our joy will always turn to ashes in our mouth <laughs> to, to paraphrase, uh, who said that Tyrion, like, yeah, so in that season, that was Joel Embiid's first season playing great, and it was right before the All-Star break. Remember the bone bruise? Remember the Meek Mill concert? Remember, then it came out, the meniscus tear. So, Oh, no. Chris, what the hell? I guess, to put it <laughs> differently, this was always coming, right? This season was too good. <sighs> We've talked about Buddhism before, mm. and how life is suffering. Life is suffering. Is it that we suffered just enough that this suffering is not quite as bad as it could have been? Uh, Two weeks out, three weeks out, in theory, we're getting a healthy Joel Embiid back for the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, honestly, all right, you know what? I came into this pod feeling really good and happy, and I did not realize that last time it was diagnosed as a bone bruise, and so you've just made my... Buddhism is at the forefront of my mind right now. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to try and block it out because I don't feel like suffering right now. Let's just pretend that he's going to come back three weeks, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. going to be fine. Uh, Markel Fultz's shoulder will not be making impact with his face anytime soon, so we don't have to worry about that at least. But Chris, are there any silver linings here? Because we didn't get to talk about this, but we played against the Bulls without Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And is this just the beginning of the Tony Bradley experience for the next <laughs> two weeks? I mean, Two comfortable wins <laughs> on back-to-back nights away um yeah it shouldn't Mm -hmm. be lost in all this i mean a couple things number one is this just setting up for a 2017-18 season repeat can we just get the band back together of ben simmons marco ballinelli uh you know just just running and gunning and just beating teams that could be fun it could be fun isaiah joe's gonna come back you know 
Tony Bradley seems like the truth. And the th- the guy that we have to talk about, I don't know if we're at the shake minute. Um, not quite yet. What we have to talk about is not shake, but Matisse Thibel. Mm. So this dude, I don't know what he did over the all-star break, but he has come out with a vengeance yeah. in these two games. Thursday night, he guards Zach Levine, who's averaging over 30 points. He holds him to 19 points on 7 for 16 shooting with four turnovers. One might say he the, got clamped, you know. He so. clamped him up. <laughs> the ne- next night, he guards Bradley Beal, who's actually averaging even more points than Zach Levine. Holds him to 19 points on 8 for 13 shooting with three turnovers. And what's crazy is that, like, it's like from the get-go. The first four minutes, I think he had – or no, I think the first five minutes he had four steals against the uh, the Bulls. And then, like, literally the first 45 seconds of the game against the Wizards just like, comes up with a steal. It's, like, crazy how he just has a nose for the ball. Chris, we are now at the Shake Milton Minute. And Matisse being Matisse is great. We're going to see a lot of him, I think. But I do want to talk about – Maybe Ben Simmons makes a leap. You know what I mean? He's been mm-hmm. really, really, really aggressive over the past, you know, four weeks or so, getting the basket, doing that weirdo hook thing, getting the line, shooting like 68% from the line. Could we see a resurgence, not even a resurgence, but just like a new Ben Simmons uh, coming out and really dominating and becoming the guy? It would be wise to cash out your Joel Embiid MVP stock and reinvest in Ben Simmons. I like that. I like that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think we saw the blueprint uh, in 2018. Ben can absolutely be the best player on a one-ish seed NBA team. I think that the way Matisse Thibel has developed as the secondary defender there in that lineup, with him, we got shooters around him. I don't know if it's Tony Bradley. I don't know if it's, you know, maybe this prompts Daryl to make his move for the stretch five that we've been mm-hmm. asking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could definitely see Ben Simmons taking over. The stretch five might already be on our team. And his name is B-Ball Paul. Yeah. He shot like 40% from three on like seven attempts a game or something like that. B-Ball Paul, Tony Bradley, uh, Dwight Howard Dwight How- doing white stuff. Yeah, exactly. He hit some threes. Why not? We are flush with backup centers. When is the trade deadline? March 25th. Oh, that's coming up. Oh, shit. That's really soon. Yeah. All right. Well, Daryl, you know, get your trade pants on. and Get uh, your trade pants on. Get something yep. going. <laughs>